All right, it's the 80th episode of the S-Tier Podcast. I can't believe that 80 is real. Um, I can't believe that each episode I have has multiple viewers or listeners. Um, anybody got anything better to do? <laughs> Literally practicing talking into a microphone. I guess I post it on the internet because... I'd rather have my journey be, like, transparent and seen. Like, when I succeed radically, you know, it's going to be cool that I have this as, you know, the starting point. You can succeed radically starting from, you know, not being very good. Like, my whole life will kind of end up being on social media at this point. Like, social media was created 20 years ago. And so I'm, you know, a little over 20 years old. And uh, that means it's been around my whole life. And uh, for me, I've been a passive scroller forever. And I thought, and I still kind of think, like... Who gives a shit about me or my life? Am I that important to someone else's life? That doesn't really make sense. So I never posted. And then about a year ago, I stopped caring about that kind of stuff. Um, like, last year at about this time, was like, I think a new beginning in my life like I was on my own completely at Penn State and I didn't have a roommate I didn't have parents other relatives people from high school no one from my hometown area it was freeing started this podcast I worked out three times a day every day that fall I was an active member of my fraternity I considered myself to be a top recruiter and I was an active member in multiple clubs at Penn State still I still made it through school I had a part-time job like I was a fucking machine <laughs> It's the most transformative point, I think, of my life that fall. Like, I am I moved forward. I propelled forward that fall. Like, I really connected with people at Penn State that fall, and I met people that fall that I think I'm going to be friends with for years. And then I got to go. <laughs> I traveled to Jamaica because I won the trip with my company. It was the first year I won, and I had been dreaming of winning a trip for years. And it finally happened, <laughs> which was really cool. I remember coming back that weekend, and I got up like 3.30 in the morning to catch my first flight. And that was a really, really awesome trip. And, and I had... 
I have some really great experiences on that trip and like people and like really good conversations with people that I work with. And, um, that was just a really memorable trip. And then a few weeks after that, uh, my manager told me that she was leaving the company and she was the one that had interviewed me, trained me from the very beginning. And she was actually episode number five of Fuking Around. I had a problem with her recording, so I had to take it down. But I'll have her on again at some point. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she got a sweet offer from another company that she was really excited about. And and she left. <laughs> I mean, I remember when she called me. I'm the type of person that, like... When I get bad news, it, like, makes me lag like a computer. I just, I don't have a lot of words. Like, I need to, like, process. I just need time to process things. Like, because I just don't think very fast in that scenario. So, I guess I kind of had, like, a delayed reaction where I was, like, 45 minutes after I got off the phone with her, I was like, what the heck? Like, this really sucks. Like, I was just really sad at that point. And, uh, Yeah. I miss having her around at the company. She's she's like a beacon of positivity, one of those gems. <laughs> um, so I adjusted at work, got through the rest of my semester, but then I got pneumonia. <laughs> I was in the hospital. God, that was painful. Um, that was like the craziest pain I think I've ever dealt with my whole life. The best way I can describe it is it felt like there was something in the entire left side of my chest that was just trying to rip itself out. He had hard narcotics. <laughs> hard narcotics for that. Um, and to get through that pain, that was crazy. It's a freaking miracle. I'm alive, I think. And my friends convinced me that I needed to go to the hospital that night. They were like, dude, you need to go like right now. Like, this is not, you look like you're dying. And I probably was, because I was going to tough it out. I was going to walk all the way back to my place. And it's not like it's all the way, but it's a good 15-minute walk, maybe 10, 15-minute walk, if you, 10 if you walk faster. And whew, I probably would have made that walk. But I don't know if I would have gotten up the next morning and been able to get out of bed. Um, or really, like, even make it to my car. Like, because I wouldn't need to walk all the way back to get to my car. <sighs> um, yeah. I don't, know if I'd I don't know if I'd be alive if I had gone back to my place and given everything. Which is kind of a scary way to think. But, I mean... It worked out. It worked out. I'm alive. And I still got to go on family vacation. <laughs> Immediately, like It was like, I think, two or three days after I got out of the hospital we were going. I was cleared and everything was good. And so that was the second time of the year. When, or the year of 22, like my age of 22 where I was out of the country. I got really great memories on that vacation. I think vacations with 
like the my core four, my mom, my dad, my brother, and myself, is like, like I think my favorite memories are from like family vacations, because I think it's we're all relaxed. <laughs> I think we're all a little bit pent up. Um, but then after that, I got back to school for my last semester and. I think the college depression started to hit early because I was really sad because I was just like, I felt, I felt sad because I was like, my colleges are coming to an end. And I felt and still kind of feel like I didn't have enough time in college. I only had two years up there and all my life I just, I think oftentimes I'm playing it safe. I'm not swinging the bat. <laughs> I'm waiting for four balls to go across the plate. I think at Penn State, I, I swung. I swung the bat. I took risks, and it was fun. It was crazy. It was exciting. I missed that, man. And we beat West Virginia University today, so that's good. Happy about that. Um. So, yeah. I eventually, I eventually got out of that uh, sadness, and I stopped being sad about the fact that the, my days were ending, and I started embracing the days that were left. And I, you know, had the lift. And then a couple weeks later, we went on our spring break. <laughs> and the spring break of this year um, will be a top memory top few memories I think the keywords few memories because it was spring break with 13 frat guys but uh, I remember more than enough I remember I remember a lot it's so many inside jokes memories uh, funny stories weird things um, just the dynamic it was awesome that was the third time I left the country then and that was a trip I planned all by myself. Like the first one was like planned by work, so I did like no work. And then the second one was you know planned for and with my parents. But this one was all on me. And so it was kind of kind of an interesting evolve uh, there. Then I finished up my semester, started my job. I started my job. Then I finished the semester. And then my last week at Penn State, I didn't have any finals because I had final projects. And I took my final, I took my only, like the only exam that I would have had to take, I took during the, uh, during the week. So, because I was only in a few classes. So, I, w I had nothing to do all of finals week. And what I did was I started my 75 hard challenge. I did 75 hard. And went through that this summer while I started my new job. And, like, doing 75 hard was mentally challenging. And then I started fuking around in the new format for this show. And now we're up to, like, the current time. I'm at the end of 22. 
This is where I was like last year when I started the story. And uh, at the end of 22, I'm more than 30 pounds lighter than I was at the end of 21. I'm a district manager at the end of 22. I'm a college graduate at the end of 22. I have two podcasts at the end of 22. And yet, I still feel like I'm really far behind all the time. I don't really know how to wrap this up. But this is going to be the last. Ep- I guess I'll have one more episode before, right before I turn 23. Um, but with uh, 2023, or I, not 2023, before I turn 23. But anyway, I want to wrap this up with uh, one final thought here. So I actually got this thought when I was like cutting my, cutting my grass earlier today. And so I was like, the thought was like, I'm 22, I'm 23, I'm in my early 20s, and being in your early 20s is weird, man. Like, I could very easily be married with kids. I don't know where near that. And on the other end of the spectrum, like, I could like be homeless. Or something crazy. I could also be like a billionaire or something. Like there's so many different ways that like 22 year olds could be. At like the time. Right now. I think you just have a lot of potential. And so. I don't know. It's just a weird place to be. I feel like I've, I hope I'm in the middle of that somewhere. Um. And it just feels like a really weird place to be in life. And I guess that's, uh, you know, being 22. Yeah. That's being 22. Not that funny of an episode today, but it's heartfelt. We needed it. Cheers.